Hello, this is Peter Melanowski, clinical psychologist and IFS therapist. And now we are discussing Chapter 9, Finding, Focusing, and Fleshing Out Protectors in the Schwartz and Sweezy Internal Family Systems Therapy book. This is the Catholic take. This is where we're starting to look at how do we look at what this chapter brings us through a Catholic lens. Now, we talked about the three common beginner errors with language, and the first error involves talking about parts too eagerly, using too many words. And one of the things that I constantly notice is that so many beginning therapists talk too much when they're, doing, when they're beginning to do IFS. It reminds me of St. Francis of Assisi. He says, preach the gospel, use words when necessary. Remember, what's most helpful is actually the presence of another person that is attuned and connected. And that's really, really important. The confidence thing will come with time, right? We talked about the other errors being the other errors being too tentative and inconsistent with the model's language so that the client's managers sense danger, they begin to resist. You know, the more confident, the more playful that you can be with this, the more that you can sort of settle in with and, and have experience working with a variety of different parts, that's going to be the most important thing as far as developing that seasoning, just the experience and having good experiences with your client. There's nothing that, that helps bring about greater confidence in the process than success. That's why the experiential groups, the ways of practicing this, uh, demos, but also like you're practicing it within the groups and also uh, in diets and triads on your own, level one training is really helpful for this to be able to bring that seasoning to you. Dick and Martha really advocate asking questions. And I'm I'm into that. I also think there's a lot of ways that we can show curiosity, interest, and empathetic care by wondering about things and just saying, you know, I wonder what that's like for you. That's not just asking a question. It's just kind of letting them know what's going on within us, right? That we are actually a human being here with them in this endeavor. It's really important to let the parts lead with what they want you to know and to be really, really respectful. This is such a life-changing experience for so many people because they've never had people that respected their parts. And that's so unexpected. It's so unusual, especially if they've come from a history of complex trauma where parts were run roughshod over by important people in their external systems. One thing that I will caution folks on is sometimes therapists have voyeuristic parts that are really, uh, you could say curious or fascinated with other people's lives, especially parts that may seem really interesting to them. We want to make sure that when we're asking questions that we're not being voyeuristic, we're not attempting to indulge a part of us that has some kind of motive for that, but that's not really being self-led. I think it does help to at least phenomenologically think of these parts as sort of separate personalities. Now, that there's a lot of debate about how do we understand this from a Catholic anthropology, but when you're actually in practice to understand that when you're working with a part, there is a, at least phenomenologically a constellation of beliefs, of feelings, body sensations, memories, impulses, attitudes, desires, like a complete package. It seems to function like a complete package, or maybe a better way to put it is sort of like a mode of operating. You're working with somebody who's in a particular mode of operating. 
And so we want to understand these different parts. We want to understand these different modes of operating and conform ourselves to them, really working in the mode of the receiver. And so when we think about this in terms of multiplicity, we can think about the part as being the receiver. Right now, we're often doing this through insight, so we're working through the client self. We're helping the client self be in the mode of the receiver of the part in a way that's most helpful to that part. That increases the part's collaboration, cooperation, their buy-in to this whole process. And for protectors, that helps to reduce the intensity of resistance. It helps to increase confidence that this process will ultimately be good for all the parts. All right, so. That's about it for chapter nine. We will continue with chapter 10.